welcome to Hillsville Tall Tales, a podcast series featuring Hillsville locals as they tell tales from their time of growing up in Hillsville. Here's your host, Kirsten Gentle. Welcome to another edition of Hillsville Tall Tales. Today, I'm not actually interviewing anyone telling us their tales. Instead, I'm really excited to announce that Hillsville Tall Tales will be returning to the live stage this March. It's been decades since Tall Tales was held live, and this time we'll have a slightly different focus and format. Hillsville Tall Tales is being held as part of the Connecting Community Festival, which is being held at Hillsville's Memo Hall on Sunday the 10th of March. Catherine Nolan, the coordinator of the festival, will join me shortly to tell us more about this amazing community event. For Tall Tales, we've set the theme for this short one-hour session, focusing on businesses who have operated in our town. What kind of businesses did we have? Who were the characters and how, how have businesses evolved in the community over the years? When I speak to New Hills Villians, they are sometimes shocked to know that we actually had a Holden dealership in town, that we had several fantastic shoe shops, you could buy carpet, white goods and furniture including bedding. We had a restaurant in town that was so good that Hollywood royalty would travel out from Melbourne to dine in Hillsville. Gee, Jerry Lewis and Cat Stevens are just few to name. To talk about the town's businesses, we'll be joined by four local business owners. Three are retired and one probably should be retired but he loves working too much. The event is called Tall Tales, The Butcher, The Baker and The Undertaker featuring Eric Duffus the butcher, who before retiring ran his business in town for 50 years. Neville and Lynn Johnson, who owned the Hillsville Bakery, employing so many locals and made honestly the best pies and the best birthday cakes ever. And Robbie Heritage as our undertaker. Man, can he tell a story. You can imagine that colourful characters will have plenty to say, but be warned, with colourful characters, I can guarantee you there will be some colourful language. The tall tales of the butcher, the bakers and the undertaker will be held at 11am on the 10th of March. Please note that this is the long weekend. There are plans to record the session so we can convert it to a podcast for those who can't get there. As I mentioned earlier, one of the Hillsville's most community-minded people, Catherine Nolan, is the coordinator of the Connecting Community Festival and I've asked her here today to join me and talk to us about this amazing festival and to tell you how you can book your free ticket to the butcher, the bakers and the undertaker. Please join me in welcoming Catherine Nolan. So it's great to have you here and joining us today, Catherine. Welcome to Hillsville Tall Tales. Thank you and thanks for having me. No worries. It's always great to sit down with a long-term Hillsvillian. So Catherine, tell me, how did the Connecting Community Festival come about? It came about because of the recovery grant that the um, Yarra Rangers Council in conjunction with Bendigo Bank were um, asking people to apply for and uh, a friend actually thought it would be a good opportunity for me to apply for the recovery grant to showcase Writers and Rhythm, which is an event that's been held in Hillsville for 30 years. I was just going to say, is it three yeah. decades? Because I was thinking yeah. of the Gateway Festival. It started yeah. actually the same time as same Four time. Tales. Yes. Yeah, in 1992 was wow. the first Writers in Rhythm. And it's been going in different places uh, all throughout those years. For the last 10 years it's been happening at the Hillsville Uniting Church and showcases lots of people's uh, in- original material that they may have written 
in the form of poetry or songs. Yeah. And it's always a really wonderful night. Well, we've got so many talented locals. Haven't we, we really do. We really have so many talented people. But the wonderful thing about Writers and Rhythm is that it also encourages people to go home and, you know, pick up that guitar and write that song they always wanted to do. And it's a very, very supportive environment. So some people come along with only one song that they've written, but then that encourages them to write a couple more. Recently we had a local, Shona Ganaway, who's grown up in Hillsville. She yes. came and sang her one song that she's written. Um, but we've had, you know, people like Ash King, oh. lots of other people who um, are regular performers. The other thing that we wanted to showcase was Soulsville, which has also been going for 10 years. And that's a um, community group made up of a four-piece band, 10 soloists and around about 20 singers. And it's really inclusive. So I say to anybody, they can join. There's no audition process or anything like that. It's free. David and I do it because we love our community and want to contribute. And it's a really joyful one-hour non-stop show of gospel-style music inspired very much by my trip over to Memphis and New Orleans and Chicago oh. as part of a 40-piece gospel choir. Wow. And we sang in the black churches. Oh, that would have been amazing. But our repertoire really includes Australian writers such as Archie Roach and Shane Howard, um, songs that have Linda and Vicar Bull written, Paul Kelly. So it's very eclectic, some traditional as well. And we've been running those um, Writers in Rhythm and Soulsville on a shoestring for the last, you know, 10 years. So we thought it'd be great to get some funding for it. But when we looked at the criteria for the funding, it included providing entertainment and free food and community groups connecting, and it ended up being a wonderful one-day festival. <laughs> so it's going to be in the memo and outside the memo. Yep. So for people who don't know, there's a pop-up space outside the memo between the library and the uh, Coles Car Park. Yeah, where all the seats are. Yeah, there's yeah. a beautiful area there. And if it's a beautiful day on Sunday, March the 10th, the day is going to begin with the library opening. Um, funding has been able to accommodate payment for staff, so the opening for the day. And they're hoping to get people in there. They're going to provide a quiet kid space and activities and morning coffee. That's opening at 10 a.m. and it's going to go all the way through till 2. At 12.15, they're going to have zine making, um, which is a wonderful activity for kids of any age or adults. What is it? You sit down and make your own magazine. Oh, wonderful. And it's a mini um, beautiful activity to do. It's facilitated by Corazon, who is donating her time and skills for the day. Um, she's a wonderful local community member. And um, also at 12.15, there'll be a demonstration of Waiapa, which is a beautiful First Nations meditation and movement form of, uh, yeah, it's really movement and meditation yeah. and respect of the earth and all the elements and all the animals. And that's going to be facilitated by Shani Steele, who is a librarian at the Hillsville Library. So that in itself is going to be a wonderful part of the day. But outside the library at 10.30, we're going to have the um, Badge Creek Primary School children busking. Oh, how lovely. They've been formulating little groups. 
and they're going to be playing um, their songs at 11am, also outside the library. The U3A youth group are going to perform half an hour of fun music. Um, And then at um, at 12 o'clock outside is the barbecue will be available. That is going to be um, provided by Hillsville United Church. Dale Prentice, who's a qualified chef, an amazing man, will be serving up beautiful free sausages and onion and bread. And next to him will be the SES uh, handing out free drinks. Oh, that's fantastic. It's it's such a... Such a con- well connecting community, it so is, it is. Yeah. It's bringing the whole yeah. community together, and there's a little bit for everybody, isn't there? Yeah, and in that um, little precinct uh, just between the library and the uh, Nemo, where the food will be, will also be our Valley Water. They're providing a filling station for water bottles or a bubbler if you didn't bring a water bottle. And then on the stage, inside um, the memo, or outside, no, outside yeah. um, at twelve o'clock. Council McAllister will be um, opening the, the festival. I'll go back to inside the memo. No, in a that's moment. okay. <laughs> um, and Thane Garvey, a local Wurundjeri man, will be um, performing a Welcome to Country. Shani Steele, who I mentioned before, will be introducing the Waiapa, which she will then finish off in the library. Yeah. Uh, and then there will be the Mount Everland line dance, uh, sorry, Irish dancers. U3A line dancers, and then at one o'clock, Salisbury will perform the one-hour um, full-on gospel show. So that'll be really fun. And so, then, so tell me, with the U3A line dancers, if people are down there, can they join in? I'm sure, of course. I know my mother-in-law, Una, goes to the line dancing and they love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, and absolutely. Look, the whole thing's really about joining in. Um, hopefully people will join in with the basket weaving, which is going to be happening also outside the memo. There'll be a Muramura stall there. They're celebrating their 50th year, so they want to tell people about it. There are some people who don't know about the Muramura cooperative that's been up on the mountain on Mount Jolidor for 50 years. So it is about sharing. The CWA are going to have their quilts to share, you know, for people to look at and to talk. They're hoping to get some nice young members and there's going to be Huey, which is Hillsville Environment Watch. Yes. They're going to be providing a kids activity, which is looking at water bugs. There's going to be No Reason for Rubbish, which are a wonderful group in Hillsville. Oh, is that the um, Cindy Scope, um, Cindy DeLuca? Yep, okay, fantastic. And they'll be, um, you know, encouraging kids to pick up rubbish and they'll be talking about what they do as well. Um, yeah, so really uh, there's going to be lots of different groups involved. Luna Playgroup and Liberty Family Church Playgroup will be there providing some activities as well. I think we're, uh, another good um, aspect of it, Catherine, is that new people to the town or people that don't actually know a lot of people, this is a great opportunity to come along where you can talk to the SES, you can talk to U3A, you can talk to Badge Creek Primary or all the different groups mm. about how they can actually get involved. Yeah, because exactly. let's face it, our yeah. community has always been such an amazing community and people involved. So this will give people that opportunity to come I'm particularly thinking about young parents because, you know, I'm thinking if they don't know about Una Playgroup, which is a beautiful playgroup that's free every Friday morning, Liberty Family Church, you know, there's 
there's a lot of um, churches and groups in our community that people don't know about that really want to reach out and include people on all different levels. I've been involved with the Uniting Church for the last 10 years and I'm not religious. They're just such a beautiful group of people and so accommodating and, you know, I think that if we can get involved with different groups and also utilise the facilities that we have. 100%. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, I've been in, I've been involved in the Gateway Festival, the, the Hills of Ag and Horticulture show, and, of course, then we had the, the Victorian Timber Festival, which we ran for quite a few years. It's so hard getting people to help. Yes. So, so if there's people listening to this podcast and they want to help and, and, and contribute, yeah. how do they help, Catherine? Look, if you're part of a community group and you want to have a stall, you could just ring me on 0417-002-793 and there's plenty of room for more community groups to have a stall if they want to. So the day is about connecting community groups, providing entertainment and everything free. Yeah. So um, we want people to be able to come along. Maybe those families that can't afford to go away for the weekend, for that long weekend, they can come along and have a day of morning coffee in the library, free barbecue outside, and then in the afternoon there'll be afternoon tea um, during the Riders and Rhythm session. So anyone can come along as a participating member but also as a contributing member with a, with a stall. Yeah. Anyone could ring me and get involved. It's fantastic. There, there are some people who, you know, some community groups can't get involved because it's a long weekend or they've got various different events on. But I did want to get back to Insight. Yes, day. yeah. Because the day starts with um, a wonderful poet's breakfast. Yeah. That's going to be facilitated by Andrew Darling, who's a local Hillsville High School teacher, music teacher, and he's a wonderful trumpeter and a poet himself. He's performed recently at Writers and Rhythm. But he's going to be um, inviting Laurie Webb, who's a local amazing bush poet. Oh, fantastic. So he'll be performing some of his special poems. But it's also welcome to anybody else. So if you're a poet and you think, I'd really like to read my poem at the Poets' Breakfast on Sunday, March 10th at the Connecting Community Festival. Please just ring me on 0417 And we'll put your details linking to the podcast. Yep. That'd be great because there will be people listening to this that say, yeah, I have got a poem. I was really inspired to write a poem during COVID or when my mum died I was really inspired to write a poem or... You know, so come along on the day. It's free at 10 a.m. at the Memo. And for people who don't know where the Memo is, <laughs> it is in the Maroondah Highway, Main Street, next to Cole's Supermarket. Yes. Um, but that will run for one hour. Yep. Then following that will be your wonderful tall tales. Yes, the butcher, the bakers and the undertaker. It's fantastic. I'm so looking forward to that. Oh, look, I, 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 as I said, I'm... A bit nervous with some colourful language by, uh, I'm guessing everyone's thinking, yeah, who, who out of the four is a swearer? But uh, I think we all know. <laughs> yeah, but Robbie does have some amazing stories. So I just think, um, you know, we need, to, we need to remember. We need to re- not only remember the shops and the businesses that have been here, but also, you know, let's look because we are an amazing community. I love yeah. it. And I mean, it's also immediately when you bring up those names... 
I have beautiful memories of all of them. Agree. You know, and I remember when my first daughter was born, I had her in a little snuggly little carrier and I went in because I loved Chocolate players. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Lynn said, what do you got in there? And I said, oh, it's my baby, you know, very proudly. Well, don't smother her, she said. <laughs> <laughs> but I have lovely memories of all of those people and especially uh, Rob has told a story once before about when his dad had the one and only vehicle in Hillsville. Well, not the one and only vehicle, but it was the large yeah. one. And you could have been taken to hospital. Your mum could have been taken to hospital in that vehicle to have you. Then you could have travelled on it because it was something like a 12-seater. And yeah, yes. They drove down to the Ringwood um, station or something. Down the line, as we call it. <laughs> and then you could get married in it. Yeah. Then you could have your, you know, baby, well, you wouldn't have it in there, but driving to hospital again. And then, of course, at the end, he said, and you would be taken out in that yes. as well. You know, <laughs> so you could go from birth to death in yeah. that vehicle. And I just love that story. Yeah. Um, but we have so many stories like that in this town. Well, as I said, I, I was fortunate enough that we used to go to the Bellbird restaurant, you know, regularly. And Gina and Andrew Palos, I mean, what they did at that restaurant, you just go, wow. And when yeah. people say, you know, Jerry Lewis come up, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, Yusuf, Cat Stevens, yeah. and you just sit there and go, wow. Well, a lot of those people came to the Hills of Sanctuary as well. Yeah, totally right, yeah. Journal trading. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Lots of lots of people come to Hillsville. Yes. Yeah. It's it's on the map, you know, yeah. in terms of the sanctuary, the Hills of Sanctuary. And in my day when I worked in at the Ming Garden restaurant, oh. people used to come up, they would book a month ahead to come to the Ming Garden restaurant. Oh, we love the Ming Garden yes. restaurant. <laughs> And so, you know, it was very much a special place to be in our um, day and it still is. It still is and that's what this festival day is about. It's about reminding everybody that we still have this beautiful community here yeah. and we just need to connect and, um, and you know, acknowledge each other. And, uh, for example, the SES are de- in desperate need of more members. Volunteers, totally. They agree. really are. And, you know, so if you could come and talk to Andrew on the day, talk about what's involved. It doesn't have to be a very high-pressure commitment. Yeah. It can be um, there are many different roles that he can explain to you on the day. But I look at the SES as such an essential service Surely. to this beautiful community. So it's, you know, really important that they have that support from the community yeah. to keep supporting us, yeah. you know. So, Catherine, if people are listening to the podcast and they're thinking, oh, my goodness, who is this amazing woman who's putting in so much effort into the Connecting Community Festival, give us just a little bit of background about you. Well, I grew up in Hillsville, yeah. born here in 1961, and I was actually the recipient of some great kindness in this town. That's fantastic. Look, as I said, the, the town is, it's an amazing town. Um, you know, I'm a bit of a sad ass that I think there's, I think I've only lived out of town. The longest I've been out of Hills was a month in my entire life. <laughs> so, um, That's because you love it, it. I do. I love it. I love <laughs> everything the community stands for. You know, my family has been here for, you know, just over 115 years now and I, and and I just love the town. I was born here. My kids were born here. And, um, yeah, and, and Tubby Dennehy, of course, my 
grandfather who people would have remembered from the first who podcast. Who was my dad's best friend. Yeah, he was, he was everyone's best friend, when he was, especially when he wanted something. So, Catherine, so just again, the Connecting Community Festival was being held. At the Hillsville Memo. Yep. Inside and outside and the Hillsville Library. It's going to be including a whole lot of different groups. You can come along and have morning tea, free lunch and free afternoon tea. I just wanted to mention the Riders in Rhythm that finishes at the end of the day. Yes. That's going to start at 2pm and go to 5. And the CWA are going to be providing a free afternoon tea. Oh, wow. For that. it's I'd really like people, if they're going to come along to the day, to... Hold some energy for Riders in Rhythm. Yep. It starts at 2.30. Come into the memo and see some amazingly gifted, talented people. One of them is Ash King. He's oh. also born and bred in Hillsville. Sure he is. He's amazing. And he's an amazing musician. He's going to be doing some of his original material as well as some of his favourite covers. Guy Knitting is going to be performing. She lives in Reefton. She's only 21, but she has written some amazing songs. And then the... Um, evening will be finished with uh, Trevor Dwyer, who's an amazing guy from Warburton, beautiful musician, writing, who's written his original songs as well. So it's really celebrating different community groups, but also people's creativity. Yeah. But last but not least, yes. I have to mention Amelia the Magnificent. <laughs> she is a wonderful stilt walker who will be here. Her real name is Mandy Pickett. Lived in Hillsville for 40 years and um, amongst her amazing circus skills is still walking. Today, on, on the day, she'll be Amelia the Magnificent. So do not miss out on seeing her. So come along on Sunday, March the 10th from 10am to 5pm for a wonderful day of connecting community. Fantastic. And thanks very much to the Shavio Rangers and the Bendigo Bank for funding this amazing community event. We'll put up all the details on the page. And thanks very much, Catherine, for joining me today. Thanks, Kirsten. No worries. This podcast was brought to you by Mabel May Creative Agency.